Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Patreon exclusive podcast about the one thing that I know something about game shows, I suppose. I'm your host, Ron Haas. Thank you for your donation. This is how this is what you pay for. You pay for me rambling about game shows. This is another one of those walkie talkie episodes because, well, you know, there's been issues with, with my legs lately. So, anyway, for this episode, this is one of my favorite game shows to have come out of the 2000s. It's a weird time, and it, it's one that I think only existed in a few countries. I know they had a couple runs in the UK and another in, I believe, Australia. And it's called Poker Face. So the fun fact, yeah, there it is. Uh, they're in Australia as well. Interesting is the way they handled the format. That's that seems a bit fun. All right, so the fun here's all you need to know quickly about Poker Face slash the contest. Because it's called Contest, get Contest, because can lie. Um, this was a show that was slated to be on ABC in 2007. Because remember, at the time, ABC really desperately wanted their own millionaire. And it crashed and burned, and they actually pulled the plug on it in favor of Duel. Uh, which is one of those fascinating game shows I've also talked about. So let's set the stage here. We are in the late 2000s. 2006, I believe, was the year it debuted. Uh, let's see, when the UK version aired, just so I can at least pretend I know what I'm talking about. Yeah, July 10, 20, 2006. So we are in mid-2000s. Now, like I set the stage here, Deal or No Deal is already a success in a few countries, and they're looking to have that big, brand-new quiz game. A big-money quiz show, a big-money game show. At the time, if you remember correctly, there was big poker shows as well. I don't know if I talked about this in the Duel episode, but poker was pretty much a, a big trend. Uh, ESPN covered World Series of Poker. Then you had Late Night Poker on NBC. Uh, GSN had a few high stakes poker. Poker was everywhere. Poker, poker, poker. So the reason people enjoy that show is because, oh man, they're bluffing, they're talking, and all this other uh stuff i mean like i remember correctly like one of the first iphone apps was like texas hold'em i remember i remember just to feel like i have to do an anecdote here when i had an ipod video remember ipod not iphone an ipod the mp3 player and they actually had video that you could watch on your ipod and i mean that that just dates me real well uh, I downloaded Texas Hold'em app, like a Texas Hold'em game. It wasn't even called an app; they called it a game on my on my little iPod, and I play it in college freshman year. Very weird. Anyway, so poker was po- profitable and a big deal or no deal situation where people were being thrown handfuls of money, and do you stay or do you go? So, with those two in mind, here comes a brand new quiz show called Poker Face. Now, here's where it gets funny. It was originally pitched as Poker Face, but people thought this is a poker show, so they were were kind of going, I don't know, is this poker? Is this a poker show? No, this is a a quiz show. And they were calling it the contest in a lot of rehearsals and a lot of tapings because of, 
Well, the confusion that this is a poker show. So everywhere in banners, they call it contest. Contest. The contest. Because it sounds like contest, but con-test. Like, like a quiz. So that leads me into today's episode. We'll call it, for the sake of the rest of this episode, Poker Face. Why Poker Face? Because Lady Gaga. Come on. Oh, mama. Give me my, give me my, no, you can't read my poker face. Is that what you wanted? I'm pretty sure that's what someone wanted, is me singing poker face. So now let me explain the rules of poker face, which is a really, really fun quiz show. It is six contestants. At the end of the night, one of six players will guarantee 50,000 pounds. And not only that, they will go on to our grand finale at the end of the season, where they'll be awaiting five other players, because it's a seven-episode season, where one of them will walk out with one million pounds, guaranteed. So that's what leads to the show. <clears throat> now I can explain the rules of the game. We have six players. They're all in. They all get introduced through the grilling, a weird backstage area where one sits down, and then the rest of the contestants get to ask one question about them. So they get to say like, "What's their occupation? What's their education background?" And they don't have to tell the truth; they can lie. So they can psych each other out and say, "Well, I have two PhDs." I have a college degree in, in engineering. Oh, I'm a, I'm a sports writer. They could tell the truth, or they can lie. And along the way, you'll see graphics like, hey, this is a lie. This is true. This is called the grilling. It's, it's the least favorite part of the show. I'm not going to lie here. It's kind of a... Mm. But let's go into the studio. So now we're introduced all six players by their names. And now we start round one. In season one, no money. In season two, everyone gets 1,000 pounds at start. For each correct answer you get in round one, you add 500 pounds to your bank. Each question has three possible answers, A, B, or C. You lock in your answer. If you're right, you will get your 500 in your bank. If you're wrong, you get no money in your bank. Here's what makes it interesting. Everyone plays every question. But you don't know who got what wrong or who got what right. So this becomes a game where the only person who knows how well they've done is the player. So almost like a bit of solitary mixed with quiz is what makes this game really interesting. So as we finish off the first eight questions of the game, notice how that adds to 4,000, which makes an even five grand round one. Huh. We now move on to the second part of the show. Each of the players gets to see how much money they have in their bank and how many questions they got right. So at the first round, you have eight questions. Every question there have to be five. I know it's a bit weird, but I, I think they only did just so they can spread out the uh, stack. But that, that's beside the point. <clears throat> So, 
the players know how much how well they did. You got four right. You got three right. Your total's four thousand dollars. Your total's three thousand dollars. Something like that. Two thousand five hundred. And now they all get to stand up, and they go to a podium. This is what makes the poker face poker face, as they know how they did, but they don't know the scores of anyone else. They get to bluff yet again. Oh, I got all of them right. Oh, I knew all of them. Oh, I'm so smart. You're gonna. I'm not gonna walk away right now, because this is what makes poker face work. It's a game mechanic it's a sticker twist situation if you are the first player to push your button you are out of the game but you get to take your money home with you guaranteed no matter what happens of course that means you're out of the game which means you're not walking out here fifty thousand pounds today and you're out of the running for the million but at the same time what makes this exciting is if there's a 10 second timer and if nobody pushes that button within 10 seconds, because you'll be seeing everyone going, I'm not pushing the button. Oh, I'm not pushing. I got everything right. All right, let's see. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Pew, wee, 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 wee. Oh, someone pushed the button. If that happens and it goes 1-0 and time runs out, well, whoever scored the lowest is eliminated from the game. So it becomes a matter of truth-telling as well as lie detecting because if nobody pushes the button, the lowest scoring player is out and they leave with nothing, which means zero. So it's that game mechanic that you kind of see, that split or steal kind of Oh, if we both split, we get half. But if we both decide to steal, we get nothing. So you get that is something better than nothing game mechanic. So for the player in this game theory mechanic, it's if I did score the highest, well, I'm confident I don't have to risk anything. I'm doing very well. I don't have to bluff. On the other hand, though, if you completely sucked... You can lie and say you did, or you can tell the truth. It's up to you. But it's all about, do you push the button? Because there's only three possibilities here. Possibility one, you didn't push the button. Actually, no, it's four possibilities, but it revolves around the single player. You don't push the button. If you don't push the button and you scored the lowest, you are eliminated with nothing. If you don't push the button and someone else scored lower than you, then of course you're safe. But that's beside the point. Now, push or don't push. If you push the button and you scored higher than another player, you obviously made the wrong decision because you could have stayed in the game and won more money. Also, this also meant that someone else who did worse than you is still playing on. That's a regrettable decision because, well, you did better than somebody else. You should have not been eliminated from this round. Should have been somebody else. Or the best option, which is the one everyone wants in this game, the person who scored the lowest pushes the button and they guarantee themselves the money. 
They look at the scoreboard at the end, and they realize they were in last place, which means they made the right decision because they're guaranteed their money and someone else can continue. That is what makes Poker Face such a great game show. Yes, it's a sticker twist situation. Do you stop with what you have now or do you risk it and keep going? Knowing one of you who has the lowest is out of the game. Well, if you play the most honest game possible, it's a confidence game. And you have to see like, well, I only got four right. Is that really enough? That's only like 9,000. Maybe I'll continue playing. It doesn't, it seems like a little high amount. And and that's, that whole decision is played with six players in one game. That is cool. In addition to that, which makes this game work, is what if you're a fucking idiot? What if you're a big old dingus who doesn't know a damn thing? Well, I I know everything. Yeah, I believe you. I'm out. Round two. Yeah, I know everything. Yeah, I believe you. I'm out. And that continues for all five rounds. If you got not a single question correct in this game, as in you are zero for eight, zero for five, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, and you convinced all the other players to fold out of the game, you just won yourself 50,000 pounds not doing a single thing. Of course, that's not really like what you're supposed to do, but hey, this is the game where you don't have to know anything to win. You just have to convince everyone you do. And that is what makes the show so, so good. So... In round one, the questions are worth 500 pounds. Six players become five at the end of round one. In round two, it's going to be worth 750 pounds as five becomes four. Round three is a thousand, four becomes three. When three becomes two, as in round four, it is 1250, leading to the final round where it's worth 1500 pounds. And two players left. Whoever wins at 50,000 pounds goes on to the final round. Now, uh, I, this is the one where I'm kind of drawing a blank here. I wish I could rewatch it because I never watched the million dollar final. If I remember the rules correctly, the 50,000 pounds is just the is a bailout prize in addition to what you can win in this game. Because everything is doubled in the million dollar round where it starts at a thousand and then it be it adds five hundred per round, so it's a thousand, fifteen hundred, two thousand, twenty five hundred, and I think three thousand at the end. So it becomes a big challenge. I like that too. I enjoy it. But uh, as the show is only seven episodes long per season. It's kind of a event television show. Which of these 36 players will walk out of here for a guaranteed million pounds? Now, in the million pound finale, I think this is where I'm drawing a blank here. The 50,000 pounds is only given to the player from the qualifying round if they fold. If they do not fold, they don't win a damn thing, which makes things a little bit more interesting now that I think about it. And I also enjoy that as a concept in this game. So, now I can talk about the Australian version real quick. And this is another version I've seen, because 
I've only watched these two versions, the United Kingdom and Australia. In Australia, it's called The Contest. But what makes a difference is I think the grand prize is 50000 Australian dollars, but they do not have a grand final, which means it's always six new players and a new episode every week, which adds to this question of was is it better to have a tournament style for this game because it's a poker bluffing game or is it better to do a Australian version with just a easy cash prize and nothing else? That's what I am debating right now. And that's kind of the main contest on the show. The main uh, dilemma I have when coming up with talking about contests. Because realistically, I just told you the format. It's really some round two, three, four, and five are all the same. You're going to get a question with three possible answers, A, B, or C. Lock it in. If you're right, you'll get a thumbs up. If you're wrong, a thumbs down. And I think, or they don't even know if they did well or not. I'm unsure. Now even I'm throwing a blank. Now I'm debating if I don't even remember if the show, and I just saw the show like 20 minutes before recording this. Okay. So. I think they don't know the correct answers. They know they locked in A, B, or C. The host says the answer is A. That's it. That's all they get. So they know what they locked in. They know what the host said. And they know their value in their bank. Other than that, nothing else. So now I got a debate. Is is a tournament style better on this game show or not? Because... Because what makes this such a fun show is the winners return and then they have to do one final bluff for the million, which is fantastic, but the stakes in the game are just the same values but double, which means that like when you go to the grandest big money challenge, you're risking, what, 30,000 pounds maybe for a chance to win a million which is such a huge upswing. That's that's kind of the, the, the big gambit on the show. And I just, to me, that's that's kind of feels a little too low. I think it needs to be a big, big chunk of money. It needs to be like 100,000 pounds. It needs to have a higher stake. So that way, when you're at the button, do you stop or stay like a deal or no deal? It becomes a life-changing amount of money. And that is the case however it's british and i i think that's just kind of the way they wanted to cheap the show a bit is because they think well what if everybody pushes the button well then we gave away more than fifty thousand an episode so i don't we don't have the budget for everyone walking away maybe that's the case but uh when i heard they were doing poker face for uh they kind of ended the show wow they ended the show a lot. Hmm. Apparently, here, uh, Ant and Deck. Yeah, they were good. Okay, so Ant and Deck were going to host Poker Face in the U.S., and it got canceled during development. Let's see here. If there's, like, a news story here. Up, 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 up. Unless the television show is canceled before airing an episode. Well, probably none of these. 
but it says here a million dollar prize. So I'm led to believe they either were planning on a $50,000 cash prize or not, but there's no information about what was the value. Huh. But what makes the show work is the show is the same rinse, repeat, round after round, which probably is why people canceled it early because it's a dull quiz. It's just best of five, and whoever gets the most wins. I'm I'm trying to figure this out here because um, the money goes up with each round, and whoever has the lowest score is eliminated. It's not the amount of correct answers in any given round. So here is, let me read some of this factoids here. Uh, ba, 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 ba. After all six rounds were introduced, a grill game began. Each contestant sat in front of the screen where they can see their own score. Contestants had five seconds to lock in an answer. The answer to each question was revealed. Here's a home could see who got it right and wrong. A series of gold ticks and red crosses. At the end of each round, viewers at home saw the leaderboard, and more importantly, who was in last place. And Deck then asked the questions in turn how they thought they did that round. After round finished, face-off began. Red buttons in front of them, 10-second countdown. A contestant folded by pushing a button. They would lose their place on Poker Face. They lose their place in Poker Face, but took home some winnings. Nobody folded. In your case, losing contestant was briefly interviewed backstage and asked just for their decision. The contestant was then shown a leaderboard, which revealed how the other contestants were doing. There are five rounds. To- hmm. All right. During the final $150,000, one in the heats was used as stake money, and the amount on offer per question was doubled. In the final, the final countdown for a million dollar face was taken to 15 seconds. Okay, I don't know why you wanted to extend that timer for season two, but let's go with this. Now let me read some of this. Uh, ITV1 bumper graphic before the Wednesday episode healthily decided to retitle the show Poke Face. Uh, it was voted the best show of, of, of 2006 on UKGameshows.com. Champion 2006 was Sarah Lang. Champion 2007 was Dominic Jackson. I think it's great to have this as an, as a uh, cha- as a as a tournament style. I think if you were going to make this syndicated hour long, then maybe you would do the just like a, a big cash prize and that's it. So, hmm, because it's an hour long game show. Let me, uh, all right, so here it is. If I had to, let's see here. If I, if I had to do a American version of the show, let's see here. I would, a thousand, a thousand, I got to do some math real quick in my head. And then that one will be all right, done. So here we go. So I made two directions for the show. Pick which one you want. One I'm going to say is the event show. Like if I was going to pitch this to ABC, which is the one that's going to be classic, kind of like the original format. The other one is going to be the one that I think would have more longevity, which is as a weekly series and nothing else. Okay, so first, we're pitching this to ABC, what they fucked up and could have done as a seven-episode TV event. 
Probably the reason it's awkward is because it's seven episodes. Now, of course, I could make it six episodes long and have five contestants and then have the sixth episode be a finale, but I just think four rounds is a little too early. So, first thing I would do is completely gut the first part of the show, the grilling aspect. I think that part is just kind of just unnecessary and adds padding to the show, and that can easily cut about eight minutes. In addition to cutting down and trimming down the I know everything, blah, 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 blah. So, here's how it would work for me. I would just do five questions every round. No need to add the eight, unless you're doing my full-on version. But So, at the end of each episode of the uh, version that I'm pitching to ABC... One of six players will walk out of here with one hundred thousand dollars, hundred grand, because that's a life-changing amount of money. Oh wow, can't believe it! You only get five questions per round, nothing else. Questions in round one are worth one thousand dollars, so you can get up to five thousand dollars. Round two, guessed it, two thousand dollars. The correct answer. With five means ten grand. Then you go to round three with three grand, making it $15,000 more. Fourth round is 4000 meaning an extra $20,000. With round five, the final round being 5000 a correct answer, $25,000. If you total all that up, that will give you $75,000 if you play it perfectly. That's a perfect game score to win $100,000. So you're risking a little bit more to double your money to a hundred grand, but at the same time, on the quest to a million, we'll get to that in just a bit. So in each walk stage, you'll see, like in round one, two thousand dollars walk away or not. Round two, well maybe you're at like eight thousand walk away or not. Round three, thirteen thousand you want to walk away or not. Round four, well maybe you're at twenty-one thousand walk away or not. And in round five, maybe you're at 36000 That's a good amount of money. Do you want to walk away or not? Like, you just got to think the averages on all this. Whoever ends up in the final, game seven, the million-dollar finale, the million-dollar table, has a chance to win, of course, a million dollars. Everything is multiplied by five. So 5000 for each correct answer. Then 10000 for each correct answer. 15000 then 20000 then 25000 which means, if you play it correctly, 25,000 plus 50 plus 75 plus 100 plus 125 makes the grand total $375,000 on a perfect game there. So, when you're in that final table, the million dollar table, if you're doing moderately okay, you're sweating over $75,000 for the quest for a million. Then it gets into the six figures. Now you're risking $150,000, $200,000 for a chance at the million. So when it gets to that final table, that final could be the difference between twenty dollars to $30,000 that hopefully, if I can have my production mindset on, someone might have like $230,000 and someone might have $245,000. So they're in the 200,000s and they're sweating off. Do I take the risk for the million or do I take guaranteed $200,000? Knowing in just a few seconds, I could be a millionaire. 
that is something that needs to be in this version. If we're ever going to do an event television show, you have to amp up the money severely so people are sweating to win the big bucks. Got it? We're good? Thumbs up? I hope so. I would I'd be really annoyed. So now we move on to my version. Because because we did the hundred thousand to get to the million dollar table, seven episode season. We're good. You can do two rounds per show, fourteen episodes. I think that's the amount of episodes they taped for press your luck. So you're good. I think that's also the amount they did for Millionaire now that I think about it. So go for that because the guaranteed million dollars. And there's your your big gimmick. It's poker. You can con your way to a million dollars. If I was to actually pitch the show, I'm pitching that to ABC. But this version that I'm about to go with, I think this might be an NBC sort of situation, the contest, poker face. Everyone starts out with $1,000, eight questions in round one, just like in the original 500 per correct answer makes forty th- makes $4,000. In round two, it's $1,000 per correct answer, making five. Then you go into round three with an extra 500 to the mix, making it at $1,500. Go to round four with $2,000, and then finally $2,500. In total, if you play a perfect game, that's $40,000. The winner gets $50,000. That's that's it. So it becomes relatively low stakes to win. Of course, you can just shoot the moon and say the winner of this gets a hundred thousand, but I think that's a little too risky, and I don't want to play this for a million because I think this is a perfect fifty thousand dollar game. I think this the fifty thousand dollar target is brilliant because that's to me uh, that's the Average price on Wipeout Fear Factor. That's that's a life changing amount of money, but it's not hundred grand, which is typically a reality show minimum for for an elimination show. So to me, if you're going to do a game show like this, you have to amp up the stakes. You have to make it like, do I really want to risk thirty thousand dollars for fifty thousand? Is it really worth it for twenty thousand dollars more? Because that's what really would drive people a little insane. Additionally, you can uh, make sure that the contestants don't know anything about their score and make that an element to the game. Maybe you want to go with that as a challenge. Or even, just throwing this out here, you don't disclose the correct answer. Be a complete agent of chaos on this version of the contest, Poker Face. Because if you don't know what is A, B, or C, you have that same mindset as a contract signing on the wall. Well, I think I did well. I got five right. I think I got five right. And here's some other guy bluffing going, yeah, I got them all right. Well, now it's going to be really challenging because none of you know who did well which adds that same kind of dynamic that you see in poker shows where it's, well, I'm confident this is a better hand than 
my other player, so I'm going to just talk my way into continuing the game. That's what you need to do with the contest. And to me, this this show is a format lover stream. Uh, same with Duel, same as Money Drop. I think a lot of these game shows that we saw in the mid-2000s kind of got forgotten, which kind of makes me feel bad because I, I think there's a lot to be said about these shows. Yes, they all came from the time of poker, but at the same time, it's all quiz-based, which is most UK game shows. And not just that, it also adds this element of just that, that kind of lie detection that really you don't get, because this is the only quiz show I can think of where it has that same level of lying that you see in reality television. That someone can be the villain on a quiz show. What? You mean like the you mean like the chase? No. I mean like you're just fucking lying to people and they're bluffing out and you lied your way to a million dollars. That level of lying might be celebrated on this show. And that's the kind of something you don't normally see anywhere else. So, yeah, it's a quick episode. People answer five multiple choice questions, then bullshit to their friends that they know more than anyone else, and then someone gets eliminated. They go into a nice white plushy room. They watch the events unfold. They see their screen and they either yell because, "Ah oh, fuck, I made the most money," or hell yes, that money is good, and they keep watching. That's the only way this game would work. Now, why did it end? My guess is because, well, for starters, ABC didn't pick it up because they were in a lull of game shows. They were trying to find their big hit. Ultimately, I think that became Wipeout. At the same time, game shows were kind of in a crash and burn state. People kind of forget that post-deal or no-deal, everyone wanted the next deal or no-deal. Kind of like how when Millionaire hit, everyone wanted the next Millionaire. And there was that like three-year period where everything was just bullshitty, crappy game formats. Most of the shows I talk about in games, I suppose, is mid-2000s crappy game formats. But that's beside the point. In conclusion, Poker Face is one of the most smartest quiz shows ever developed because it added an element of bluffing to an otherwise normal quiz. It had that risk-reward element of deal or no deal, but in a way that sped the game up. And without a doubt, could have most likely worked in America at the time and possibly could still work to this day. Yes, is that quite a quick of an episode? And that's going to do it for us here. Thank you so much for your Patreon donation. I'll see you again soon when I'll be talking about our great game show, I suppose. Have a great night. Big smooch. Mwah!